two, one, and we are live. TikTok live number 11. Here we go. Sunday, 26th of November, just after 8, about 8, 10. We're starting. Julie Jenkins joined. What's up, Julie? What's up? What's up? Twin123 joined. What's going on? What's up, friends? Mama Nuckles joined. Okay. Hello. Hello, Mama Nuckles. <laughs> Claire joined. What's up, Claire? What's up, Claire? Kaylin Lashley joined. Emily joined. What's up, Em? JR joined. Salmon1325 joined. <laughs> Mogos joins. Abby Issues joined. Gavin Miles joined. CSM. He, BB, Jade Bean 2, Elena. Balls 70 joined. Raina Joe, Alexa Chifo, Lindsay, Body Bang, Anna, Courtney, Sarah. Hey, what's up, Sarah? What's going on? Tegan, Aaron joined. What's up, friends? What's going on? Zach joined. Renee Fior, David. Flaquito joined. Zach, love the post. What's up, Zach? How we doing? How we doing? I'm repping Stony Brook today. Got the Stony Brook hat on. I said hello. There was someone that really commented, uh, something very kind yesterday on the YouTube. I think it was for TikTok seven or eight, uh, TikTok Live seven or eight. And they were, they were saying how they're not a prenatal student. They're not in dentistry at all. They have no interest of going into it, but they, they like the videos and that they, they were saying that they, they binge watch the videos for the insight and, and help that they provide, which it meant a lot to me. So, um, made the effort. We're pushing. We're getting this one in today. TikTok. Live, TT Live 11, and we're getting after it. Davy Boy, your wages should be based on how much money the central bank prints. <laughs> I'd be a trillionaire if that was it. Imagine that. Max Man joined JD1977. Ricky Bobby, I dedicated this post to, post to Gail Lewis for her incredible service to the Walmart community. All right, Ricky Bobby. Um, I wish I, I was familiar with that one. I'm a, I'm familiar with Ricky Bobby. I'm not familiar with what uh, with what that means. Preppy Preppy joined. Zach joined. What's up? What's up? Ewak joined. Zach, what do you think is better? NP school or CRNA school? Well, it really depends on what you're going for because um, NP is fantastic. I really think NP. I'm sorry, CRNAs. I think CRNAs are fantastic. Because I think CRNAs as well as PAs get the best bang for their buck. They get the best hours. They get the best autonomy on what they want to do. Um, I mean, they make the best money for what they're doing. I think CRNAs is the hack. I really do think that CRNA is the hack. I know a lot of NPs through COVID dropped because they were putting getting put on too many tasks for the for what they were, the wages that they were getting, getting paid. So I'm not familiar since then. I always thought NP was also a hack. But um, come here, Nico. Come here, Nico. I always thought that NPs was the hack as well. But apparently um, some people during many, many NPs during COVID weren't happy. So uh, I still think CRNAs is the hack. So Zach, hope that gives you your answer. I ask, what do you recommend to do to get into ortho after dental school? Well, I would apply to any specialty that you're looking to go into during dental school. This is Nico, by the way. Nico's not happy with me, obviously. But, uh, but he's on. He's on the live session. Brendan and Nico. Little Brendan and Nico sesh. Just a little teddy bear. Brendan and Nico sesh. 
Um, so to get into ortho, I know ortho really goes heavy in research. They're big into academics. You need a high GPA. You need a high ranking. Um, one of my best friends, Sean, Sean Zar, he's a third year ortho resident at Stony Brook and uh, he's killing it over there. Research is preferred, but again, it's the biggest thing is ranking and your GPA. All right. Hannah B. Hi. What's up, Hannah? Duriel or Durrell or Duriel. Hey, did you go to the dental convention today? That was the Greater New York Dental Meeting. Um, no, no, I, I wasn't. I, I didn't go to that. I was actually away this week and just got back maybe like an hour ago. I still got to eat dinner, get ready for tomorrow. But yeah, the Greater New York Dental, dental Meeting, that usually happens in November. Um, I know that that was going on there today. Wasn't too nice out. It started to rain like, what, two hours ago? Um, yeah, so Margaret Freegram join. What's up? Another Lindsay join. What's up? User 629 Mont. What's up, friends? What's up, friends? Megan Sullivan, what's going on? User 1886, tips to get into ortho after a GPR. Well, after Hannah Paulus joined, what's up? After GPR, you're going to, did you take the GMAT? They have to take the, was it the GMAT or the GRE? I don't know entirely because I went to oral surgery, not ortho. But essentially, you got to get, again, high GPA, high ranking. Um, the GRE or GMAT, I forget which one it is. I think it's, I think it's a GRE and research and go, go visit the programs, go visit the programs you're looking to get into, ask them what they want, what they want to see mm -hmm. after GPR. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the protocol is as far as getting into ortho. Tana belly two zero two zero two. Do you have to do a GPR? No, you don't have to do a GPR to get into ortho oral surgery. Generally endo. Yes. You do need to do a GPR to get into endo. I know there are a lot of perio programs taking GPR residents after they finish GPR year. Nico, what's that? What's that? <laughs> um, where were we? Is there an entrance exam to get into ortho? Yes, there is. It's either the GMAT or the GRE. I, um, mm -hmm. I forget, I forget which one it is. I, I forget which one it is, but, um, I, th I think it's the GRE. I really think it's the GRE. I think the GMAT's for something else. Sarah, I graduated dental assisting program this year. Congrats, Sarah. All right. Maria Helton joined. What's up, Maria? Mer Stallone joined. Diamond Jewels. Oh, oh, oh. You want to go down? All right. All right. All right. Bye, everyone. Smile joined. What's up, Smile? What's up, Smile? So there are a lot of, there are some four-year oral surgery residencies that also take, um, GPR residents after they complete a GPR year, then they'll take the, them into the oral surgery program. I know that 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 sometimes happens, um, but most of the time it's it would be a non cab non cab position. KB, what are your thoughts on urgent cares giving everyone with tooth pain antibiotics? You know, I noticed that too. I don't agree with it. You know, tooth pain doesn't antibiotics doesn't help tooth pain. It helps antibiotics are infections. Okay, infections that are bacterial oriented, bac infections that are associated with teeth. The majority of the times are bacterial oriented, but just because you have tooth pain doesn't mean you have a dental infection. You might just have a cavity. So over-prescribing antibiotics is a problem in the United States, in other places as well. You know, at least here, it's a prescription. In other places, you could just go and get antibiotics at the counter store, you know, at the, at the pharmacy in the corner. I don't know about that either. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. But generally, it's a good idea to see a dentist before prescribing anything. I mean, you, you could prescribe Tylenol, ibuprofen, 
to kind of calm down and, and manage the pain as much as you can. Although tooth pain sometimes is unbearable. Um, so that's, those are my thoughts. You know, you don't want to overscribe antibiotics. That's how you get, um, these super infections where they are, where they're resistant to antibiotics, right? Tyler Art, are you going into private practice after residency? That's the goal, Tyler. That's the goal. I want to go. I want to get into a nice private practice and really get, get to work, get to work. The goal is I don't want to take a hospital call. I don't mind taking office call. Don't want to work weekends and Monday through Friday. I'd love like maybe like an eight 30 to four 30 schedule. That'd be beautiful. Work through lunch. You know, I'll, I'll take a second to eat my salad, my lunch salad if possible. DC perio versus OMFS. Well, naturally oral surgery, <laughs> There's kind of like a, I'm always all, all up for friendly competitions. And I think there's like a, there's a so-called competitiveness between perio and oral surgery being that they're the both, they're both the specialties that place the majority of implants. I know with some programs, perio does the majority of extractions. And um, sometimes there's like a, you could say like a, a competition. I like to, to, to refer to that competition in a friendly way. You know, I grew up playing a lot of sports, played basketball in college, and I think a friendly competition is healthy. I think it's it's good as long as it's mature, right? Um, it's not like high school immatureness. I, I don't appreciate that. But oral surgery and parallel, it, it could be fun to, to kind of go back and forth. Like, oh, how many implants you placed this year kind of thing. So long that it's friendly, it's not serious, and it's all for the better of, of dentistry and networking purposes, not necessarily like a you know, like a stigmatism or something. Um, smiley doctor, is it safe to have jaw surgery twice or chain surgery twice? I would, I would consult your oral surgeon. If you've had it once, I would go back to the same oral surgeon. If you do need something, uh, chain surgery, are you talking about exposing bond of like a impacted canine, for example, impacted tooth that never came in, never grew in. Uh, that's fine. Exposing bonds are fine. You know, you got to do it as, as much as until that tooth comes down. Sometimes the tooth becomes ankylosed, meaning that it's like fixated in the bone now in layman's terms, right? And well, that's another story that can happen sometimes. Josh, this isn't related to dentistry, but can you give advice on how to overcome not so good grades? Absolutely. So I always recommend, I suggest that to work on your grades, you need to work on efficient studying and effective studying, right? So I mean, that's obvious, right? But efficient, let's start with effective studying. Effective studying is working really hard in your studies to increase your grade, right? So studying harder, studying longer hours, studying more material and get that grade up 90, 92, 95, 97. Now you want to work on efficient studying. So studying less and still maintaining those A's. Okay. That's, that's what I recommend. I found this all out with using Quizlet, Quizlet Premium, using the figures. Dentistry is a very visually oriented um, profession. Study and you know, studying an academic is very is very visually oriented. And by using the premium version of Quizlet, I was able to attach diagrams, figures, photos, uh, pathology to the Quizlet card, and then I would load it up with like A through C of questions. So question A, B, and C that are all related to one topic. And then when you flip over the card, it shows you the figure. And then that by getting that visual, it allows you to remember much more, much more efficient studying, right? So that's effective studying. And then efficiently, the more you practice this, the more you get it down. Maybe it, start, it takes you 10 times to go through a Quizlet deck to get an A on a class. Work on that. Maybe next year you get it down to five times. Um, I remember by the end of dental school, two, three times I was getting A's. And, and that's, that's what I'm trying to, to portray. 
efficient, efficient and effective study. Okay. So that's, I hope that helps Josh. Let me know what you think about that. Smart. I had a poor outcome. Oh, I see. I see Josh and come back better next quarter. This is what I'm telling you. This is what you, some people use Anki. There's another program that people were telling me about, but I'm just going to recommend what I use, which was Quizlet, Quizlet Premium. It's like $20 a year. Easy. S-S-S-S-S. I have not brushed my teeth in 13 years. Woo-wee. 13 years. Well, that's not good. I uh, That's scary. You know what they say? Brush your teeth at night to keep your teeth. Brush your teeth in the morning to keep your friends. I don't know. That's what they say. 13 years. It's been a little while. Uh, might be a good idea. And blush, brush with, with fluoride, fluoride, fluoride toothpaste. That's really a good idea. I'm six months post-op my upper jaw surgery and still feel pain sometimes. I would consult the oral surgeon that did that surgery. Hopefully it was an oral surgeon. There's some periodontists that call themselves surgeons. Maybe be, they'll be doing it now. I don't know if, if they know how to manage all the complications. I, I don't know. I didn't, I'm not in peri-residency. Tanabelli 20202. Would you say that OMFS has a lot of overlap with plastics and ENT? We do. We do. We generally, especially Northeast, hospital systems are very politically oriented. Um, we generally stay in our lane. However, we rotate on a three-day facial trauma call cycle, right? So one day it'll be plastic surgery. The next day it'll be us, oral surgery. The next day it'll be ENT. And it just rotates in a three-day cycle for facial trauma. Okay. So we're, we're all doing mandible fractures. We're all doing, we're all doing all the, um, facial fractures on facial trauma, facial lacerations, all of it. Um, smile. I meant genioplasty twice. Okay. Well, genioplasty is different and I would still consult that oral surgeon, maybe get an outside opinion, a second opinion from another in your area. I would Google, look up the Google reviews of them, um, online and they generally give you a good idea of who's going to be solid. User 1471, do you need to be in the top 20% to match to an OMFS or ortho, et cetera? Generally, I wouldn't worry about numbers like the top 10% or the top 20%, but you do want to be, you know, you want to be a strong applicant academically. That's for sure. Okay. And look, that stuff's going to result. It's it's going to, it's going to be in your letters of recommendation too, because your, your attendings, your professors or, you know, teachers, if you will, in dental school, they're going to be writing on that stuff too. So that's important to keep in mind. Aria, thoughts on doing a GPR after dental school before OMFS residency? Well, my thoughts on this, Aria, are that if the missing link on your oral surgery application was the CBSC, absolutely. You need to retake that CBSC and GPR, a GPR residency is going to give you more time to study for that than doing a non-CAD will. However, if your CBSC was stellar, right, you got a 75 plus, 70 plus, then maybe the missing link was something else on the application. Maybe it was grades. Maybe it was ranking. Then maybe it's a good idea to do a non-categorical internship, right? A non-cat here. You already have the CBSC, so you're not really worried about studying. You're worried about reapplying. Go to a really good program and do a non-cat year there. That, that's what my recommendation would be, okay? Isaac Marshall. Not sure if this was asked, but what watch is that? No, it wasn't asked. Thanks, thanks, Isaac. This is a Citizen. Um, it's like the master collection. This is from 2016. This is a, a Citizen. It's a, and thanks for asking. I'm, I'm big into watches. Um, I'm time on my laundry right now. That's why I have it rotated. The bezels rotate a little bit. But essentially, it's an automatic watch. Obviously, if you know watches, Citizen is... Or, generally solar, solar powered. That's what they're known for. Um, Citizen, much like Seiko, they make a lot of solar powered watches. Citizen is like, I think the go-to solar powered watch 
Um, although Seiko is excellent as well. This one is actually automatic and it is an exhibition case back. So you can see in the back there, it's got the, uh, it's got the mechanism in the back and yeah. So this is the watch I wore this weekend. Family. Uh, my dad got me this for my 21st birthday. Isaac, thanks for asking, man. I appreciate that. Josh, yeah, that works. I'm a junior in high school and was just wondering what's the best way to get A's. Yeah, man, it's going to be about repetition. So you're going to have some traditional professors, teachers, what have you. They're going to recommend writing everything out. I'm telling you right now, I did that through college. It worked. But you only have time to rewrite things, what, three times, four times, maybe five times tops in dental school and oral surgery residency. You don't have time like that. So you got to move. And the way I would do it was Quizlet. Make your deck. Just import the, the presentation into Quizlet. If you get, get in before the lecture, that's even better because during the lecture, the professor or teacher is going to say things that aren't in the presentation and might be on the test later on. So you could add them into the Quizlet since you already have it made. Um, and then the, the lecture at that point becomes a review. I would add every single figure that they put on that presentation into the Quizlet slides. Every Quizlet slide should have a figure on the other side, a diagram, whatever, Google, stock, photo, take it. This is what's going to help you learn. And then the repetitions get in that way. You will be able to, before a midterm, for example, you're going to be able to get through that Quizlet deck 15, 20 times. Okay? You're not going to be able to rewrite everything 15, 20 times. And it's those repetitions that's going to get it in here and be able to regurgitate it for the test. Okay? B, I have a question. What's up, B? Tell me. Smile, experienced. Prothic, would you recommend Anki to memorize or another shorter deck like Lightyear? Dude, oh, either one. Either one. Lightyear was good. I started on that one, ran out of time. I had to get right into um, E-World, had to get right into first aid, ran out of time for that. But but yeah, the Lightyear deck is good. B, how much, make sure you have enough figures on it. Figures are crucial for memory and visual learning. B, oh shoot. B, how much education do you have to go through and how much education do you have? Just ask that twice. Okay, so four years of high school. Four years of undergrad, I took a gap year, four years of dental school, and now I'm in oral surgery residency for four years. So 12 years of postgraduate, post-high school education, eight, eight years of postgrad education, taking, you know, dental school and residency are deemed postgrad years since uh, college is not considered like a postgrad year in the United States. I know in other countries, South America, Europe, you go directly from high school into dental school. And then it's like a, and then it's like a, uh, and then uh, residency. And then, no, 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 no. In Europe, you go right into dental school. There's no college, especially in, yeah, you go into residency after that. So that's that. User 1471, how big is research publications if you have like five plus, et cetera? If you have five plus, you're in a pretty good spot. Let's put it that way. Smiley, I'm worried now about my jaw surgery. Then then I would I would contact the um, the doctor that did the jaw surgery for you, okay? I would talk with them about it. Ask them the questions that you have. You can get reassured. Shouldn't be. It's just a follow-up appointment. I would call the office and, and schedule one so you could go through everything. Go through the X-rays with them. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be worried about it. Just one one day at a time. Tanabelli, were you considering any other specialty, especially other than oral surgery? Um, ortho was fun. Uh, bending wires. I, I I did find that fun. Sean went into that, but um, I was either gonna, just going to consider GPR and try and be predominant in surgical procedures, but I, I got into oral surgery on the first try. So I thankfully just didn't have to worry about that, that problem. 
Renee J six eight if when they become professional in their in their field. Yes, yes, yes. If you have research in one field like OMFS and you want to do ortho, do you need to do ortho research? Well, I mean, it might be a good idea, but like, look, I did, I did uh, research in dental school on periimplantitis and how lasers affect the regrowth of the junctional epithelium, for example, and comparing it to changes in heat. The temperature, when you have in, if you have a greater than 10 degrees Celsius change in temperature in under a minute, then it causes degradation of collagen fibers, right? So that's going to cause worsening of a periodontal pocket, periimplantitis, for example, then regrowth of the, you know, of the periodontium around it. So uh, that's what I, that, that was basically periodontist. Based re periodontics based research, and I went into oral surgery. So I don't think you have to, but you're asking about ortho. I wouldn't be able to give you the exact question because I'm not an ortho. You know, if Sean was on, he'd be able to give you a better answer than I'd be able to. Renee J86, I am the one who mentioned him, graphs since I had two years ago. I want to know their background. Uh, want to know whose background? Smiley. Okay, so Dr. Bell, ever since my jaw surgery, some words are harder for me to pronounce. Is that normal? <laughs> I would. I don't know the extent of your surgery. I didn't do the procedure myself. Um, I would I would really visit the oral surgeon that did that procedure and and go through it with them. Um, maybe you want to ask them if I, I don't I don't know. I didn't do the surgery. I don't know your X ray. I don't know your situation. So I, I can't tell you yes or no. You know what I mean? Gum grafts, Renee. Yes, gum grafts. Uh, Tanya Belly two zero two zero two. How important is doing research for ortho? I would say it's generally more important for ortho than it is for oral surgery because I do know plenty of residents that got into oral surgery residency without research. And I know very few ortho residents that got in without doing uh, research prior to ortho. Reds, do you like the New York Knicks? I don't know. I don't really watch sports. I prefer to watch college basketball than NBA basketball. NBA basketball is pretty cool to see if you go in person because those guys are giant. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. The Knicks, not too great. I like watching when Jerry, Jeremy Lin was on the team. <laughs> Do you think you would have been satisfied being a surgically focused GP? I don't, I really don't know. I mean, I'm three years into residency right now. I would have been two years into working at a private practice had I gone that route. I don't know. I don't know. Sierra Crago, are you single? Debbie Will 02, is it normal to have a tooth pulled and two weeks later still having pieces of tooth coming out? <laughs> uh, I'm not laughing at that. I'm laughing at the other one. Debbie Will, is it normal to have the piece of tooth coming out? So I would double check with the dentist, the oral surgeon, the periodontist. Um, I will double check with them because maybe they put in... Maybe they put in sutures and it's the suture coming out. It might be pieces of food, such as seeds that got caught in the extraction site. And now they're coming out weeks later after the gingiva healed. I've seen that. I've seen pieces of bone coming out because um, some of the bone necrosed or the tooth came out a bit traumatically. And now the bone is coming out in fragments. Sometimes there was an alveoloplasty done. Some bone got stuck after the gingiva heals. Little pieces of bone. And it could be a little piece of tooth too. That happens sometimes. I would double check with the dentist that took it out. They could take an x-ray, like a periapical radiograph of the area itself, and they could give you an idea of, is there anything else in there? Is it okay? Is there some, is there an infection down there? Okay. Might be a good idea. Okay. So these are just examples of, of uh, what can happen. 
user 7757, do you have an MD2? No. So I don't. After dental school, we get our, our degree. That's either DDS or DMD. They literally mean the same thing. DMD was started by Harvard in the 1800s just to become different from the rest of dental schools. Now, after that, you go into oral surgery residency. There's the four-year program and the six-year program. The six-year program is the one that you get your MD as well. That's why it's the extra two years. You're in medical school. I'm in the four-year program. Though. I'm not getting my MD, nor do I want to. I mean, I, I respect it and everything. It's a lot of extra understanding and, and learning. Um, but it's not going to be useful in my day in, day out oral surgery career, right? Um, we do so many rotations in general surgery, medicine, MICU, SICU, MICU is the medical ICU, SICU is the surgical ICU. I'm on that next month. I do the ED rotation, hand surgery, plastic surgery, bariatric surgery, trauma surgery, general surgery. I could go on. We do all the same rotations. Would you, would you uh, Tanabelli, would you prefer to work in a more urban or rural area in the future? Um, I'd like to go suburban. I'd like to go just outside. Hey, what do you think you're doing back there? What do you think you're doing, Nico? Um, I do like the where I grew up, Long Island. Maybe somewhere out there. Maybe somewhere in New Jersey. Maybe we will see. We will see. Definitely not in the city. I don't want to raise a family in the city area. I really don't want to. Not not like in Manhattan, for example. Um and also not out in farm country. I'd like to be somewhere in the middle. Debbie Will, piece of tooth one today. He said tooth was very soft. Oh, okay. Sometimes when a tooth is very soft, if you will, crumbles, and then pieces might come out over time. I would still double check with that dentist that did the extraction to double check. Maybe you need an x-ray. Hopefully there's no purulence. There's no drainage, no sinus tracts. Um, hopefully you don't have any localized swellings. Again, this is not medical advice. This is just what you said. I'm recommending you seeing that dentist. Uh, for follow-up visit. Renee J68, any new advancements, not sure the wording, for alternatives to gum grafts or receding gums? Actually, I talked to a periodontist in Chicago just a few weeks back. You could actually see the podcast episodes with Dr. Wiley. Um, there is, now, I, I don't see this in dentistry yet, but in medicine for burns, they're using, it's an Icelandic company. They're using these fish scales and fish skins, um, fish tissue, to put it on top of burns and allow it to epithelialize and, and heal from inside out, right? Um, I'd like to see how how that is used in uh, in dentistry, for example, with full thickness, full thickness flaps, uh, gin, you know, gingiva grafts. Um, see if the if essentially you know the fish scales, the fish tissue can be used instead. It would be a much less invasive procedure. Um, I don't know how it would work though. So I don't know. I don't know of any recent advancements. Jonathan Adams six five six has surgical technology improved in the last four to five years. Yes, absolutely. It has absolutely increased in the last four to five years. I think this is from before it, but there's um an me. I forget what it's called, but it's a, it's like a robot that places implants. I wouldn't do it just yet because you're going to take two hours to place one implant. I don't think that's worth it. You could do a better job and, and faster for the patient just by doing it freehand, but um. Yeah, user 7757, awesome. Really appreciate the answer. Lots of respect for residents. Very kind of you to say. Anything I can help, just let me know. Renee J68, ah, okay, thank you. Interesting about the fish. Yeah, I think it's something maybe they need to work on more research with the scales, with the tissue of the fish to see how it works. It's going to need some research. It's going to need a lot of focus, focused uh, work over there. Um, maybe it'll do something. I'm not sure. All right, friends, time to sign off. 
time to to pack up, get ready for tomorrow. Gotta have dinner. Gotta shower. Gotta get ready for tomorrow. Make lunch and whatnot. Two point one k likes. Thank you, thank you, friends. I'm gonna put this out on podcast either later tonight or tomorrow. Um, James NYC. I wish you ran for office. I would vote for you. <laughs> I need a lot of convincing to do that. <laughs> I don't know enough about policies and whatnot. Renee, thank you. Likewise, likewise, Debbie Will, thank you, thank you to you as well. All right, friends, gonna sign off. Uh, again, I'll be putting this up on podcasts. I'll be putting this up on YouTube channel and Twitter. So if you could follow me there, let me know how I can help. 2.4, wow, you guys are awesome. You guys are awesome. Thank you. Have a good night, everyone. Uh, we will talk soon and probably next Sunday. To tentatively next Sunday, that'll be TikTok Live number 12. All right, friends, have a good night.